Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Spicing Things Up, and actually the first episode of Spicing Things Up in 2021. So there, there we have it. I'm your host, <laughs> I'm your host, Brendan Merkel, and I'm here with my good friend, Jacob Benson. Jacob, how are we feeling today? Um, kids listening to this at home, don't lift weights. It's not good for you. Um, I have severely injured my, uh, my back and my side. I cannot stop complaining about it. Work was hell. I just, we're five days in Brennan and I've just gravely injured myself. You know what? You, th- you think you're cool when you're lifting, you're getting big. Like, yeah, yeah. You put on some muscle. You're mostly swagger. You're not even muscle anymore. You're swag. Did and you know you just, they, they actually have uh, some workout gear at the gym. Usually that is for that specific reason. So you don't hurt your back. Were you wearing one of those? No, I was using what, a little back machine. brace. No, no, no. Oh, you, you took one of the belts. <laughs> the belts, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not a hardo. Nah, I know, but those make you look cool. So yeah, I might anyway. just I might just start wearing one of those, you know, around around town. Or on work. campus. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm like the, the biggest gym. flex you could do in class is wearing one of those weightlifting belts. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> People come to you for lifting advice after that. Which no one, no one's gonna want to mess with you. No, exactly. You're like, oh, no, this guy definitely deadlifts like 305 pounds. I'm going to be very specific here because I know a thing or two about lifting. But now I'm no longer doing it because I'm scared to until I go back and do it probably tomorrow when I'm feeling better. I actually have a pillow uh, behind my chair that I'm sitting on like an elderly person. Self-love is the best love. Exactly. All right. Let's talk about some football. Dude, I have have a a football hangover from how much football (laughs) happened this weekend. I don't know about you. I couldn't get away from it. Every restaurant I was at, I mean, I'm not having a problem with it, obviously. I went to restaurants with my boys, um, and, you know, you're watching bowl games left and right. And speaking of bowl games, Brennan, we had some very interesting ones happen. We sure uh, did. Dabo Sweeney cannot <clears throat> hang. Actually, yeah, let's talk about oh, the rules first. That happened first. Uh, Nick Saban's great. We love him. He's going to win the national title. What was the final score of that one? Again, 31-14, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame fans definitely knew that was coming. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. They, uh, Alabama looked like they were, I don't feel bad for them. I'm it honestly good for Notre Dame. They had a good year. Um, but a lot of people, you know, they were doubting if they should have even been in the playoffs. I mean, after they lost to Clemson, a blowout loss a few weeks ago. But when you look back on Notre Dame season, dude, they actually they went undefeated. They actually beat Clemson in the regular season in double right. OT, but that that was without Trevor Lawrence. So right, I, mean, I was gonna say there's a little asterisk next to that one, but go ahead. so yeah, that is an asterisk. So I don't know. I I don't feel bad for them because you know they still made the college football playoffs, and I don't feel bad for any team that does that. But you think Brian Kelly's gonna get fired? No, I don't. I don't. Not after going undefeated. I don't think he's going to either. I just think it's fun. Just any coach that loses to Bama. Um, Speculation. You like Speculation the Speculation is fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Nick Saban's unbeatable at this point, in my opinion. Dude, he, that, that team is Especially just, in the playoffs. They can't lose. They can't lose. And, I mean, that's, that's one of those teams that, you know, is going to have the highest percent chance of winning a national title ever, every single year, no matter how long um, Nick Saban's going to be the coach. So, I mean – Alabama and Ohio State being in the national championship is pretty much what everybody probably would have assumed. Maybe Clemson actually, but we should talk. Let's talk about that game now because that was a that was a surprising game. Ohio State and Clemson. Like I said, I will reiterate: Dabo <clears throat> Sweeney cannot hang. He talked so much shit, so Dude. much shit. 
And guess what? Trevor Lawrence, still an amazing quarterback. I was actually talking about this with my family. Oh, he played, he played fantastic, actually. Exactly. Clemson's defense screwed them that game. And guess mm-hmm. what? Yeah, you can argue, yeah, Justin Fields had the time of his life. Definitely some bruised ribs or cracked at least. Good for him, though. Yeah, he's just out there throwing touchdowns. Hey, interesting stat for you. He actually threw more touchdowns than uh, missed passes, than incompletes. Really? Yeah. Dude, he, was, he shut a lot of people up with that game. He had six touchdowns, right? Yeah. And the majority of those were to tight ends. It was kind of funny. It was just like like watching NFL game. back and forth. Yeah, seriously. He's, he would fit in with a lot of teams if just throw, throw into tight ends every time. He was like Oprah out there. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> you, you get, get a touchdown. One. You get a touchdown. <laughs> you get, you get a, a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, that's got to help his draft status, right? I mean. Yeah, so I've been thinking he's like, going to go to the Jets, but I don't think they have any plans to get rid of Sam Darnold. Because yeah. Trevor Lawrence isn't going to the Jets. I, like people are thinking that game worsened his draft stock. But no, 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 no. He's you still. Don't think so? No, I don't think so. Absolutely if they, not. If they still both at their best, Trevor Lawrence still towers Justin Fields. Yeah, I think that man was though, made in a laboratory to play like football quarterback. Like he is six six. Like I, I talked about it the last couple of weeks, but yeah, that man just he's just, he's a test tube, dude. That's what yeah, he is. He's a cheat like, code. Like you were saying, though, before about Dabo Sweeney, did you, did you see where he actually ranked Ohio State in the finals, uh, the coaches poll for the season? Like 11. 11. Didn't put him in the top 10. And, I mean, that was – Not even the top five. Of, yeah, and that was because the, the whole um, – that they only played eight games compared to the full schedule played by most teams. And, actually, Ohio State missed two weeks because of COVID, so they literally only played six games. Right. So, it is a little, like – questionable but i mean now I you can, so. now i wouldn't say so either i mean they're such a good team and now Dabo literally just oh my gosh he was like yeah the game prepping for ohio state is going to take no time at all it's going to be a quick study right Dude. and anybody that wins their uh their like conference championship they should automatically be in the top 10 of my learned opinion it, yeah, yeah so they only the played six games, but they still beat Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship. They still beat Indiana. Both of those teams were top 25 this year, which we haven't seen in the Big Ten for a while, aside from Michigan, who's having a horrible yeah. season. See you, Jim Harbaugh. But, yeah. But, yeah, dude, the final score, that, was, that game literally wasn't even close. So, Dabo, dude, you got to – I don't know. That point was late enough – or that game kind of went late enough in the night. And I had enough drinks in me. I watched Justin Fields throw one more touchdown. I was like, yeah, this game's over. And this is about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Because they were already off by three touchdowns at that point. I was like, yeah, they're not coming back from this. And I don't think the score changed. It might have not. But, dude, I mean, on the other side of the ball, going back to Trevor Lawrence, Jags fans watching that game, like, he was getting smacked. Like, he was getting hit after throws. He was getting just destroyed. His, like, their O-line was not helping him out whatsoever. So, I'm I'm sure Jags fans – Dude, it literally did. So I'm, I'm sure those Jaguars fans were like just sitting on the edge of their seats like, please, please let this game – please let this game just be over. Yeah. He's already going to be the first overall pick. But um, I think pull the most up, – yeah, I think, I think the most surprising thing was, you know, Etienne, uh, Clemson's quarterback, Travis Etienne, um, he's been a standout stud all year. He only rushed for 40 yards this game. So I think that's why Ohio I lost – like, they played out of their minds. If they yeah. play like that against Alabama in the national title um, next Monday, dude, they are going to last a lot longer. Than... I mean, yeah. I mean, I uh, still don't think they'll win. 
I still definitely can believe that Alabama is going to be the national champions this year, but Ohio, like it's going to be a fantastic game to watch if they both play at their best. Yeah. That'll be um, Justin Fields versus Mac Jones. And both of them are potential first round. Well, Justin Fields will definitely be a first rounder, but Mac Jones is, he's trying to rise up the draft board as well. So I think he will. Most Alabama quarterbacks historically will be doing that. You know, I could see him going to like the saints or something, but I I think uh, most of the eyes will be on fields. So I think Mac Jones is just going to come out there probably with no pressure. So I think it'll be a great game. I think after seeing what these two teams did last week, I think they'd probably match up better than what the other two would have been. So, yeah. And you've seen that tweet of uh, the swap of Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones hair. Yeah, I saw that a while ago. Disgusting. Dude. Yeah, dude. I mean. Oh, yeah, but uh, what I was going to say. So, it's weird to think that Trevor Lawrence has two years of eligibility left in college to play, too. And he's going to be going to the NFL. That's crazy, dude. I mean, he, what, he's probably younger than us, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a year younger. But he, Is he like 20, 21? I think he's yeah, 21. Something like that. I, um, I don't even know. Because he's a junior this year. Okay, so, yeah, he's, he's probably he's a little there. bit. Yeah. But yeah, like just thinking that we're the old guys now, man. Like when we're kids, we're watching college football. Feels we bad. still look up to these guys. Yeah, I'm, we're down bad dudes right now, dude. <laughs> it does. It does not feel great. But yeah, I also want to get to uh, Thomas Brandt Venables, the Clemson's defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. The man looks terrifying, by the way. But don't let his looks deceive you. He is actually he's so Clemson's been a top five defense ever since he's been on their team, and yet. Ohio State's offense just wiped the floor with them, dude. It is was he on the hot seat? Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I don't think he you is. could. You one hundred percent have to blame. So if you're not going to blame Clemson's like Clemson's line, you have to blame their defense. Yeah, I mean they did not play just, a good game. Yeah, the play calling itself, I think, just was not looking good. And guess whose fault that is? I just, don't, I just don't think they like many people. I don't think they were ready for the Justin Fields that they saw. Because I sure wasn't. <laughs> I I will admit firsthand that I have not been talking the best about Justin Fields. I didn't think he was going to be a good NFL quarterback. Which who's he could be a bust. I'm no scared. one. No one knows that yet. I mean, Tua. You've, we've seen Tua's kind of little fall down these past few weeks. But can you we'll see. completely blame him though, Tua? Just no. And I mean, we could talk about that too when we get to to the the Dolphins Bills in a second. But right. But, yeah, dude, Justin Fields, I'm not worried so much that he's, like, going to be a bust, but I'm worried he's going to be going to the wrong team. I just don't see him working out for the Jets very much. I feel like at, that, like at this point that team is just cursed. I feel like with, you know, Adam Gase being fired, they could have a bright future ahead of him. But I just don't – I don't see Justin Fields performing well with the New York Jets. Well, the Jets are definitely, like – one of the least intriguing spots to end up at, it especially. Is. I mean, it depends though. As like, because right now they're just fired Adam Gase. They're open for a new head coach, mm-hmm. so they actually have like, I think the second most cap space, and they also have a top two draft pick. So I mean, they can turn that thing around within a few years. You never know, but that is all depending on the quarterback that they draft and now, you know, the most sure, the most safe pick with Lawrence is out of their hands now. So it definitely is, uh, it's going to be risky if they go decide to go with the quarterback, which I think they definitely should. 
Yeah, and it's scary to think, you know, with Justin Fields' injuries, he sustained Saturday night <clears> – or, I'm sorry, Friday night. Yep. Um, you know, that would make a Jets fan scared as well, that he's possibly injury-prone but still can play with an injury. But imagine if he was pushed harder because he was handing the ball a lot. So, yeah. like, yeah, it, it, it makes you think. It does. I mean, you got to – every – in every instance that a quarterback's drafted in the top 10, it's just got to be so just nerve-wracking for these organizations. I mean, look what the Bears. The Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky second overall. So, <laughs> yeah. I, um, do you feel like that quarterbacks that start on QB1 Beyond the Lights on Netflix are going to be bust <laughs> in the NFL? Was like Justin Fields on that? Justin Fields was on season two. That is correct. Okay. But you know what? He's, actually, he's one of the uh, – so there's actually a rare amount of quarterbacks that actually end up going to the schools that they commit to. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Tate Martell wanted to go to Ohio state too. And he ended up at Miami, not even as a quarterback. Probably because they paid him or some shit, but Probably. We, won't, we won't talk about that. No, no, no that's, that's not our, that's not our table. <laughs> that's, that's not our, that's not our job. Switching gears. I think we should talk about week 17 of the NFL. Sad boy noises inserted. Rest in peace. NFL, NFL regular season. Oh, uh, boy. You know what? One highlight from week 17, Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph squashing the beef on Twitter. I saw that. I saw love that. That, was... that made me so happy. I was like, you know what? Because remember on last <laughs> week we were talking about how like we wanted these two to see each other again? Because it does and make they... for an interesting storyline. And then yeah. to everyone's surprise, the beef was squashed. And they actually will meet again next week because the Browns play the Steelers first round. I mean, Mason Rudolph probably won't see the field, but, um, but yeah, that, those two teams will be playing again next week, which is kind of funny because they just played very closely. Browns almost got eliminated because they, the Steelers missed a two-point extra uh, or two-point conversion to tie it up. So, but, yeah, no, that was, that was a pretty uh, interesting game, actually, even though I, I think we both picked – the Browns to cover that one, and it did not end up happening. We'll get to that. We'll get. <clears throat> yeah, to we'll that. we'll get there because I think we did ended up doing fairly well. But let's yeah. uh, let's start with. Um, or actually, no, I want to throw something in real quick. We yeah. So there was also a very interesting weekend. We had three NFL coaches being fired. Oh, it yeah, should have been four, but we only had three, and that four I will get to in just a second here. Just the season. Yeah, so rest in peace to Doug Marone, Anthony Lynn, and Adam Gase. All of them kind of deserved it and saw it coming, but still, it's just sad to see. They'll definitely get work somewhere else. But, um, yeah. you know, like when you're watching the Oscars and they do like the in memoriams at the end of it? <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like, like looking at those guys' like names on ESPN, I, I kind of felt like I was in that setting. Yeah, it's just a picture of Adam Gase shoving a smelling salt up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right so should we move on to some games doug peterson is the worst <laughs> dougie spoons hey it's dougie spoons yes i don't know dude he i should think be he, fired he, he's on the hot seat let's start let's start with that game let's might let, might as well get out of the way you know elephant in the room washington football team versus eagles sunday night football how i mean i've seen it all man i really have what's your reaction to that uh so first of all we were both wrong on the cover <laughs> Because the line was at one when we both said the Eagles. That did not happen. Uh, so, Doug Peterson put in the third-string quarterback in the fourth quarter. And Jalen Hurts wasn't having a great game, but he was responsible for those two touchdowns that they had. Yeah. Like, yeah, he threw, an inter- like, he threw a couple of interceptions. He wasn't great on completion. 
but there was no reason to take him out of the game that late when you're down yeah. by a touchdown. So what but, do you think what do you think of Peterson doing that? Do you think that like He was tanking. I know he, he was, was but like what what why do you think that was like the right call to oh for to blow for the game? Tanking? Yeah, I mean for the Eagles, it gets you three better draft picks. As yeah. long as there's no, like, as long as there's because he's going to be investigated for it. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean there was he multiple instances that you know kind of showed Doug Peterson opting to take the the losing route. I mean they went for it on fourth down in the red zone instead of kicking a field goal that would have tied it earlier in the game. Um, benching hurts, yeah. For Nate Sudfield, oh, who turned two, both of his turnovers were some of the fishiest, worst looking turnovers I've ever seen. Looked like he was shaving um, points. Like it also makes you wonder. Off. Yeah, it makes you wonder, like, Carson Wentz being a healthy scratch, like, coming into this game. I think they kind of were coming into this already with the mentality, like, yo, Carson Wentz isn't playing. Yeah, I think I don't think the players came into the game thinking, like, yo, we're going to lose this one. Yeah, but, no, 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 absolutely not. And you know what? His excuse for putting Nate Sudfield in was like, oh, yeah, we kind of flirted with it last week. And, you know, we wanted him to get some playing time. Like, this is one of the most important games of your season. And you're putting in your third string quarterback. You like, already have two guys that you – my guy. Yeah, there's – I don't think it was the right move to totally just, like, jump ship on Jalen Hurts. I mean, come on. No, you, not at all. You hey. guys aren't uh, in playoff contention. Just see if this guy can come in and do give you uh, – a fourth quarter run to win you the game. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know. And when you're at the point where your entire team, your staff, your players are screaming at you, what the hell is that? Why are you doing this? This makes no sense in my head. And you have two defenders whose names have not been released to the public. <laughs> two defenders on the Eagles were literally trying to kick his ass on the field. They were yeah. restrained by coaches. And I looked at this today. Like when I was looking at like the official list of coach firings for twenty for the twenty twenty season, they want to retain Doug Peterson on the Philadelphia Eagles. We were rooting for them, man. We wanted mm. them to win this game so badly. It's tough. I mean, honestly, though, the Giants didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Washington no, deserved to be in the playoffs. I mean, Giants fans, like all the Giants players, were hitting Twitter. You had like Golden Tate tweeting, like Eli Why? Manning. Yeah, why do the Eagles hate us? Like, dude, you you won six games. Like, come on, you're not gonna make the playoffs winning six games. But yeah, at the same time, as too. as a, as an Eagles fan, I would have liked to see our possibly future franchise quarterback stay in the game and potentially knock a team out of the playoffs. I don't know, just play for a win. It's just ah, it well, was it was press. tough to watch. He told the press like. Yeah, as a head coach, you know, I play to win. You just got to trust the Doug Peterson system. Who the hell says that? <laughs> the Doug Peterson system. I don't think anyone's ever trusted that ever. I think Doug Peterson is the only one that has to say you have to trust – or the only one that would say you have to trust the Doug Peterson system. Yeah, because no one else – This guy's working for the trust mafia, that at all. He's working for the mafia. <clears throat> I wish – all right, let's get to the playoff picture because this is actually pretty exciting. We're actually seeing some teams here that have not even appeared in the playoffs nor have probably even thought <laughs> about it in the longest time. Yeah. So first game we got – so this is the wild card round for those who do not know. First round, so two teams get the bye. And, well, typically that's it. But it's one team per conference now, which we yeah. already discussed and stuff. So first game is the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. And – 
I'm actually excited to watch this. I'm pretty sure the Bills will win, and I'm pretty sure they're going to carry all the way over to the AFC Championship. You want to toss out the lines so we can discuss those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll kill two birds with one stone here. So actually, Brennan, we were four for five on our picks last week. I I did the I got the receipts of the games last week. We were well, so we got the Eagles Washington game wrong, and we also got the Browns one wrong though. Right, and the Colts because we said they were going to cover, and they won by exactly fourteen. So Jacob, what did, how did we end up doing last weekend with some of the lines? Because I know there were some tough ones. We almost went at five hundred which I think is pretty good considering you and I, you know, we're still kind of new to this, but our advice I think has been helping. I know we've been doing slightly better in the weeks before. I mean, this was obviously going to be a tricky week. There were so many divisional games, but week 17 is, is definitely a hard one to bet on because I mean, look where the, what the Eagles just did. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen is, you know, a lot of these games in a sense, um, I'm not trying to like contradict you here, but some of these games are going to be predictable. Like everybody could have said that the chiefs were probably going to lose to the chargers by just benching every single starter. True, but, um, like, they – what was the final score of that game? They lost by, like, a lot. They lost by, like, over two touchdowns, didn't they? Yeah. yeah so, I don't think was, anybody was, would I didn't have, even watch it. Yeah, I don't think I even thought about turning that game on. But, well, uh, the, the lines are definitely trickier for, um, for Week 17 because you never know what team you're going to see. No. You really don't. So, so, let's start off with the Indianapolis Colts and the Buffalo Bills. So, the line is set at six and a half. Bills are favored. And I'm actually – I would want to take this because the Bills have just been – like, they've been getting 50 burgers like it's nothing lately, dude. Last two weeks. Yeah. It's no, insane. I, I, I am taking the Bills for sure. And we got a 51.5 over-under. I would take yeah. that over-under because – or I, I would like take that over because the Bills themselves have been scoring more than that their last two weeks. Yeah, and I think, I think the Colts are a good enough team to oh, – yeah, you know, they'll hang. They'll hang for a little bit, but – Less than a touchdown spread for the Bills that have been just destroying teams as of late. Josh it's Allen will not take that. It's Josh Allen, I know he's I know he's been mentioned in the MVP race, but he I don't think he gets enough credit. I think he's playing out of his mind right now. I'm taking I'm picking the Bills for sure. Same here. And going back to Josh Allen for MVP, you can't really base an entire season off a couple games though. Dude, but he broke the Bills passing record. He uh I don't have his stats up right now, but I don't know. He is had a record-breaking season. He's definitely a contender. I just I just don't think that he is at the top of people's lists as much as he should be. Not top, but like you know, one of those those upper guys that have actually been the cause of why their team is winning. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so we'll agree on that then. So next game is the Rams and the Seahawks with a line set of four, and the Seahawks are favored. And mm. this one's actually kind of tricky. I could definitely see a Rams upset here. I know I've been talking about the last couple of weeks that the Seahawks are definitely going to make it to at least the divisional round, but yeah. as of late, because Jared Goff's not playing though, right? So that's the all I don't know if he is, but whether. either whether or not he starts, I mean, even when he was healthy, he didn't play well. Right. At least he didn't play that well. So I don't know, dude. I think – I, what's the over-under for this one? 42 and a half, which I think is pretty low. I definitely think an over Dude, would uh, I don't know. I well, think the Rams are a very defensive team. <laughs> and they scored like nine points last week or something. Yeah. And both uh, – actually, the both, to- both of the times that the Rams and Seahawks have played this year, they have scored under 43 points. 
So I, it could be it could be one of those games. You think history will repeat itself? I don't know. That's three times the charm. So you never know. Well, you know what? We are uh, we're risking our our listeners' bet money. So let's 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 take an under here. Let's, I let's think I bit. think I would uh, go with the under rather the over, and would you take rather. The cover? I don't know if I could take the Seahawks cover. I think I would. I think the points here are. Uh, hmm, that it's tough. Here, how about this? I do think I do think that Seattle can win. I think they'll cover. Okay, I was gonna say if you weren't confident about it, you could just say that the Rams were probably gonna cover, and I could see the Seahawks were, because then at least one of us would be right (laughs) when we talk about it next week. Sure, I mean I can, but I think I would rather I would rather put money on uh, the Seahawks or Seahawks winning and covering. I would too. I would put your money on that too. All right, up next we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Washington Football Team with the line at eight and a half. And I'm sure you can guess who's favored. I'm guessing that the Bucks are favored. You are correct, should. my friend. Yeah, and the over/under is set at 45. Hmm. I think the Buccaneers are going to dominate Washington, dude. They should, but it's they've been such a. a you streak. can't say dark horse. No, they've been streaky, and dark horse would be a good thing, and. Um, the Washington football team, dude, they have a tough defense. And I know la- this last week they had a they were kind of not their usual selves against the the Eagles. That was an ugly game. I mean, they could they were kind of struggling to keep up with uh, a team that was tanking. But hmm, it's enticing to take the Washington football team honestly for this eight and a half is kind of big. That it's is a big, big spread. spread. Okay, so should we just go ahead and let's agree on a let's agree on a Washington cover. You think so? I mean, we could do the thing where one of us is right, one of us is wrong. No, 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 no. no, <laughs> you, no, no, no. you like I'm it? On your side here. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm get, it might be a little bit of a out there type of pick, but I kind of like Washington football team this week. I'm I'm rooting for Alex Smith too. They're, they're I root uh, for him too. They're a rootable team. I like and, them. You know, I, I don't not, think they'll I'm win. Not a huge fan but, of Tom Brady, but oh, you don't have to tell me that. Yeah. But we're gonna go ahead and take an over, also, or at least I'm going to. I would, I would want to take an over on this game. We're set at 45 here. I definitely. Yeah, I like it. I like that's that. a that's a pretty low over for this type of game, don't you think? Don't you think? I, th- I'm I really think so. thinking it's gonna be a trap game. It could be. That's the thing. That's the only reason I see Washington covering is if it kind of is but closer to advantage. the under. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's it's uh, this game's gonna go one of two ways. Either the Bucks are going to dominate. Either Tom Brady's going to throw for five touchdowns. Or Washington's going to, like, <clears throat> really sneak. I still think the Bucks will win this game regardless, but Washington's mm-hmm. going to sneak up and make it a close game. And they're good. Like, the, the Bucks are going to have to earn this. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I don't think it's going to be as easy as, like, drawing the Bears, yeah. like the Saints-Bears game. Exactly. All right, so up next we got the Ravens <clears throat> and the Titans with the line at three. And I'm, this is going to be a fun game to watch. I think so. I am more than happy. Uh, so we're officially on to Sunday. Okay. And I am more than happy to start my day off with this because we got, like, like I said, that line set at three uh, Ravens are favored as they should be. Mm-hmm. And then we got an over under 54 and a half. Oof. Huge. That's uh, huge. I, I, uh, I kind of like that over though. You do. I do. Okay. I would actually, I could hop in on that too, actually. I, I, it seems I like a big number, these, then I realize it does what? seem like it, but also both of these offense. I mean, they're both high scores. They're both high scores. Last week, did you see the play 
Titans were down um, to the Texans. And, like, the next drive after the Texans took the lead, Ryan Tannehill just, like, tossed a bomb to, like, A.J. Brown, caught it. Like, first, first play of the drive, just threw an absolute bomb downfield, and they were – within scoring distance or scoring range, like instantly. So I, th- I just think that both of these teams can kind of flip that offensive switch where they can just go crazy. And I think this can be a high scoring game, but I also think that the Ravens are going to win. I think so too. And you know what? I'm actually really happy for Ryan Tannehill. I feel like he's so definitely I. found his team. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. I hope, I hope they keep him around because I think he is a perfect fit for it. Yeah. And you know, he played in the AFC championship against the chiefs last year. Yeah, he That's did. A big and they accomplishment. They were do you remember how hot the Titans were last year in the playoffs? Oh my god. Yeah. They were a team Henry, no one wanted to play. Them. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to play them. I was like, what the hell? Like I was like biting my nails the entire AFC championship last year. That was just Dude, horrifying. It was, a, it was literally a three hour anxiety trip. Do you think you could survive a hit from Derek and all both of you in full pads? Do you think oh, you yeah. could survive a hit from Derrick Henry? Haven't you heard, dude? Like, pads are, like, indestructible, man. It's impossible for you to get injured. I don't know how these people keep doing it. <laughs> I think That's I would die. Me. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I, I would die. I'd probably die of a heart attack before he hit me just because of the thought of the shock force going through my body. Kind of like, like how people, when they fall off buildings, like, before they hit the ground, they usually die of heart attacks. Yeah, do you I remember like when you – Yeah, when you – Death flashes you, before your eyes, and you just die before you die. Yeah, your entire you realize your entire life is just a BoJack Horseman episode, and, and you just shit your pants. Because yeah, and then Derrick Henry just whops you. But um, yeah. do you remember when you asked me if DK Metcalf or if I could beat him in a race? Right, yeah. yeah, I'd probably die before I got there because he would probably just be like right behind me after like five <laughs> seconds. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, okay. But yeah, um, sorry. Moving on. So we got the Bears <laughs> and the Saints. Yeah, what's um, the line on that one? I'm scared to say it because I don't want to offend you, but I'm, I need to be objective here. It's nine and a half. Yeah, no, that's that's very fair. We're not I mean, we're not hurting each other's feelings in 2021. New year, new us. The thing is, the Bears. Ah, what was the their score when they played? Because they played the the, the Saints. Oh, the Saints. No, no. Earlier? Uh, they earlier in the year they played this the the Saints, and I want to say it was a close game it was 26 to 23 in ot and we were that's when nick Foles was starting at quarterback oh okay so but at the same time i can't remember if drew Brees was drew Brees was starting okay you know they they were still without michael thomas i mean mm-hmm. as I but think i'm guessing he'll be back for i don't think he is i, I don't know if he's playing Okay, but I sorry mean, guys, we uh, should have we should have done our research before. I do, he's been out for the majority of the season, and I want to say he's not going to be. But yeah. at the same time, the Bears just had a taste of Devonte Adams destroying them the entire time. And yeah. No offense to Michael Thomas, I think he's a great. He's kept, barely drops any balls, but he's not on the same level as Devonte Adams. No. Not even close. No. So I don't know. I think the Bears. I think they could stand a chance. But it's this game. I, I can see this I, game being a toss-up, and I I kind of want it. I think they can cover. I think I would very much like to take the Bears uh, nine and a half. And you're taking all personal inflictions out of this decision, correct? You know, no, no. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> but 
I think I, I think I am making a, a, a logical enough point to where I can talk myself into taking the Bears in not a biased way. Okay. And, you know, it's uh, Bears are in the playoffs, dude. That's all I just – that's all I want. That's oh, yeah. Hey, congratulations on being the, uh, the first ever seventh seed. One of, one of two, first time ever. Yeah, Let's go. Exactly. All right. Me, so it, us, us in the Washington football team who aren't even 500. So that doesn't feel, doesn't feel like we're amongst great company. But I think both of the, the seven seeds, I, I'm saying both of them are going to cover. And you know what? A lot of people have been saying that they don't think the Bears or the, the Washington football team deserve to be in the playoffs. But I say they do. That's my I mean, opinion. Technically, they don't because on a regular year, they wouldn't have made it. The Bears but, would have made it over the Washington football team. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, we're, we're just collectively talking about it. Yeah. That's, I think, an eight and eight team making the playoffs. I mean, it, it's happened a lot, but they don't go far. So, it's like Dolphins missing it at 10 and six is probably pretty, that's depressing. Right, and hey, uh, also another congratulations for you because you completely predicted what the Bears' record were gonna be, was going to be this year before it even started. I, I mean, it's, I know they're pretty predictable. It's the game. safe, it's the safe bet, and yeah. I think out of my lifetime, the Bears have probably ended up eight and eight, like for half of it. At least hey, it feels like a losing eight, record. three and thirteen the rest of the time. Yeah, but at least, um, at least it's not a losing record. Keep yeah, so it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I will take a Bears playoff game. At least I have something to look forward to. You know what I mean? Yeah, and as like, a non-biased um, spectator here, I would also take a Bears cover. That last game you. was way too close, and Mr. Trubisky wasn't even starting, and Drew yeah. Brees was. That's what I'm saying. They're not overlooking the Bears. I, de- I genuinely think they have a chance here at least to cover. I don't know if they're going to win, but I do think they're going to cover agree. at least. I agree. And so we're at a over-under of 47.5, and, and I would happily take that too. I would take the over. Yeah, the Packers-Bears game went over last week. Um, as I think we both predicted. Yeah. So I think, again, I like, I like the over as well. Mm-hmm. All right. And last but not least for the wild card round, we have the Browns and the Steelers. I actually just found out that Kevin Stefanski and four other Browns players have COVID going into next week. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's this is uh, a tough look for them. This that's is a the recipe for a loss right there. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely the most Browns thing to happen. You know, you get your fans super pumped for the season because you're playing very well like compared to historical seasons. And then First time making playoffs it, in 18 years. Yeah, you make the playoffs in 18 years. You're going against the Steelers, a team that you can beat. Like, you have the potential to beat. And then five guys on your team – or five very important people get COVID. Damn, Which, dude. I did, that's, that's a tough break for the Browns, dude. I, I actually yeah, feel bad. Yeah, I mean, me this too. team went from – starting Brandon Whedon for like half their season, like four years ago. And they finally have a competent quarterback and damn, that sucks. Yeah. So it's looking like the Steelers are probably going to win this game. But let me go ahead. So did I tell you the line was at six uh, Steelers are favored and I bet that's going to go up just because of the COVID situation. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll, that's just a line to kind of keep your eye on right. whether that fluctuates at all. So but as of right now, this is six, a good game to put money on. Yeah, I mean, like right now, it could be if they even offer money to be put on it yet. But I, uh, I like the I like the six line as of right now for Steelers. But that's a tough draw for the Browns. 
Yeah, no, it definitely sucks for them because it's no one's. Browns really probably have like the worst playoff like route oh. out of oh, anyone. Route. Like yeah. they would have to play the Steelers. They would have to play the Bills, the Chiefs. Jeez, that is uh, that's a tough draw. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I, I I feel bad, but hey, it's kind of like the Bears, dude. I mean, I'm sure Browns fans are just they're just happy to be there, man. And hundred percent, um, yeah. They they don't care. Do they? I don't think they care. I Cleveland's one of those teams, dude. That uh, they're they're just gonna they're grateful. They're, they're grateful. So Steelers. So the Steelers are probably going to win this game. Are they going to cover? Probably, unless that line keeps kind of increasing. That yeah. spread does. Um, so right now, while it's at six, let's go ahead and say they're going to cover. And yeah, we haven't. So we have an over under of forty seven and a half. Because of how these two teams have played in the past, I think we might see an under. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm going to see. I, I'm expecting to see a pretty at least strong defensive game from uh, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think so, so too. It's, I'm not going to say they're going to shut down. I, like, I won't say they'll shut down Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, or like Baker Mayfield uh, sure, instantly yeah. or anything. It's going to be a good game to watch. But I definitely yeah, I think, think so too. we could see an under happening here. I agree. I agree with that. All right. And that is the wild card round for the NFL playoffs. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah, bro. Same. All right. Switching gears here, Brennan. It is the new year. I have a question for you, though. When can you stop saying Happy New Year to people? When's it too late to be saying it? Dude, Dude I you think... You go a whole year without seeing somebody. And if it's your first interaction you've had with them since the year before, <laughs> can you technically still say Happy New Year? Dude, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I was at work today and somebody told me Happy New Year's and I was like, what? Four, oh four days later. Yeah, five days. I mean, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if that counts, but, you know, I think, I think the, you can give it like, you know, two two, three weeks where you can – maybe the month of January, let's, let's say, I think. We'll cut it off there. Still say. I think that's where you cut it off. Okay. Because I don't know if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's the Larry Davis show on HBO. Yeah. So, yeah, do you remember that first episode of season last year? He's like – it's literally called Happy New Year, and, like, everybody goes around and still says Happy New Year to him, and it's, like, way past that. Like, we're, like, in February at this point. And, yeah, yeah. I'm just, that just got me thinking because I'm like, New Year's just happened. I'm still hearing Happy New Year's from people. I'm sure I'm not alone in my, in my plight. So I just wanted to see what other people thought of that. But I do have – I got some tea I got to spill here. Let's hear it. The concept of New Year's resolutions drives me bananas, my friend. Because why, like, why wait for a whole new calendar year to start to, like, change yourself? You know, like, why wouldn't you want to make that change instantly? All right, dude. Are you uh, you're going to be a motivational speaker or something? Are you no, no, personal no, no. trainer? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like – Yeah, make me drop down and give you 20? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, so I know it's one thing for, you know, because everybody's hung over on New Year's. Everybody's like New Year's resolutions, like, oh, I'm going to be nicer to people. I want to be a better person. And those are good goals to have, but you shouldn't be like waiting for a specific day to start doing that. It's like people giving stuff up for land. Like, you know, if you want to make changes, make changes. I know it is a good starting period because everybody else is doing it, but dude, it just drives me insane. It's more like people going on social media and talking about it, I think is what really grinds my gears here. All right. Well, I have a list of resolutions and I was going to share, but now I don't feel welcome. Dude, so, our resolution is the best. Let's totally talk about it. So what's your first All one? right. <laughs> so we're still <laughs> sharing them. It's still a thing to do. So my first, first one is actually I need to quit 
consuming so much caffeine. I really do. Like it's tough how much, how, how reliant I am on coffee. But I mean, I, I really don't want to, so we'll see. I, I need coffee to kind of live. I need to give up um, having angry thoughts towards people that I don't know. <laughs> I'm a very impatient driver, and anybody oh. that's ever in a car with me will know this. You've been in the car with me a couple of times. I'm sure you've seen the, a small glimpse of my road rage. I'm the same way. I'm the same I am way. like Patience. cursing this person's family for generations to come. I'm like, like, I don't even know this person. Like, yeah, they might've cut me off or they might not use your signal, but I just need to like pass the vibe check when I'm driving, bro. Like it's I not do. fun for me to just like have a obsessional anger with just a person I'm probably never going to see in my life again. I do think I need to have a little more patience and, in this new year because i'm the same way patience and wisdom i need i'm one of those people like when i'm watching tv and a commercial comes on i switch the channel because i just can't stand to watch commercials because i'm just that impatient do you remember when dvrs existed yeah i mean i'm sure they still do not really but (laughs) yeah i haven't had satellite tv in years but like i'm sure yeah dvrs poor tivo man yeah and then uh my next resolution is kind of a cliche one but it was go to the gym more but I mean, gyms right now, they're either closed or crowded and I don't want to catch COVID. So you're talking to a gym rat. I'm going to hold off for now, but you know, maybe it'll happen. It it if it happens, it happens, but you know, that's on my list just to say it was. So see, it's the thought that counts first of all. And second of all, so a little anecdote here I can share with you and the crowd. I just found out recently that my apartment gym where I've been working out, um, Apparently there's like a waiting list and like a time to schedule your workout. And I didn't so know just that. Been, I've just, just been, been walking in. in. Yeah. I've just been walking in and like, you know, getting huge, getting the grind in. And then apparently we're also supposed to be wearing masks and working out. I don't go in when there's other people. Like I like to just kind of have oh, my own. So that doesn't really matter. Oh, no, no, no. And worst case, you know, if there's someone else in there, it's my roommate. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to catch anything or, you know, I don't want to be the target of uh, selfishness from the Twitter crowds. But yeah, dude, like I, I did not even think about that. I don't know if that makes you a bad person, but the fact that I had just been walking in my gym at random times throughout the day and like, like, Oh, it's empty. I'll just get my hour, uh, my hour long workout. Yeah, whatever. Actually, uh, you're going to, you're going to hate me for this one. I need to stop um, trying to create verbal memes to people. Yeah, you do. Because yeah. I, um, I used the word swag earlier in today's episode, Brendan. You used the word. Okay. You used the word "dank." I think last week. I and did, and guess it what? wasn't okay. It really wasn't. When I was talking about my workouts to some of my friends on New Year's Eve, because that's all I ever talk about is you know me. I talk about this podcast in my workout. You will never hear any other piece of conversation come out of me um, if you're not on my uh, on my group. But a kid asked me how long I work out for, and I literally told him one big booty mix. Yeah, that's just that's not going to slide. I need to stop being the worst. And that's going to be another resolution yeah. this year. Please, please. <laughs> Do you think um, people need like incentives to like stay on their goals? Like, should there be like a punishment kind of, if they're I mean, or a punishment incentive? I don't think a punishment incentive would work as well as like a, you know, a, like a, a good incentive to where, you know, you're treating yourself maybe. Right. But, no, I'm talking about like, should like, the IRS be made aware of like every, like every person in the country's new year's resolution be like, okay, Hey, that's uh that's coming out of your tax money. 
if you mess up this year. Like you're going to have to pay like twice as much. Don't F up this year, buddy. We're, we're rooting for you. <laughs> that sounds like a dystopian society waiting to happen. No. We got to cut this part out because I don't want anyone getting that idea <laughs> and uh, putting it, putting it to, to reality. Yeah. And full disclosure, I'm probably not going to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. And right. I, the, the last one actually that I was going to say is watch more sports, but not like, NFL or NBA, you know, I want to be able to like list off the teams in each division of the WNBA or something. Or, oh, I thought you were going to say like cricket. Like... Or be able to recognize like the specific car of a NASCAR driver. Um, I just, I basically, I just want to become like a human sports almanac, you know, that's my, I feel like all of my resolutions sound like so half-assed. Like, no, 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 no. No, it feels like. You I've know, never like heard that... anybody say that one before. Uh, I mean, I feel like Andy Bernard from The Office, where like they were all coming up with new New Year's resolutions, and he was like, "Oh my god!" Um, he's like, "I my resolution is to learn to cook for one because he always cooks for two, even though he doesn't live with anyone, and you know, and then he has to throw away half of his food." So that's what that's what my resolutions feel like. Yeah, learning to, learning to cook for one. Speaking of The Office, I uh, I had a conversation with somebody about um how like we had a dialogue about the office leaving netflix on january 1st yeah and don't take this the wrong way don't take this the wrong way i told them oh well maybe you can develop a personality finally <laughs> and I, mean, I felt and like i said this is something i need to work on for my resolution for 2021 new year new us got any more yeah absolutely all right also shout out to um a friend Ryan from Illinois. So last week I put out on the pod that we have an email and we're looking for new cover art. And uh, Ryan from Illinois, I checked my inbox today, and he I sent just, a he sent a dank meme. He sent a dank meme. Um, we need Disney princess who open carries, and it's a picture of Rapunzel holding an assault rifle. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if we exactly need that. We probably should not be making that our cover art. It wasn't even like a picture. It was a PNG file. <laughs> so that sounds like, thank you, Ryan. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Ryan, uh, for blessing my day and my timeline because I, I'm scared to put this on social media. I was going to do this to promote the show, but I'm, I know <laughs> we'll get canceled within five seconds. And we're not trying to do that. So yeah, shout out to Ryan. You know what? If you want, man, keep sending us memes. We're here for it. <laughs> I don't even care about it. I'll just start paying you for the memes instead of a cover art. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't take my word on that, bro. But seriously, that, those are, those are great. So that was good stuff. All right. That is our show. Thank you guys. We are also on YouTube again at spicing things up podcast. And yeah, like I said, submission ideas, spicing things up podcast at gmail.com. If you want to uh, make us laugh or, you know, perhaps send us a new cover art because I designed ours and I don't think they're that great personally. <laughs> they they could they could get better all right and uh brennan we will see these people next week happy new year happy new year <laughs>